Krampus cocktail. I suggested we use gin, and I have a very solid logic for this. As you will learn, Krampus hits children with a birch stick, and a birch is a tree. Fun fact, birch is a type of tree. And gin is, and I'm going to quote myself here, is also taste like trees. Is also taste like trees. <laughs> has not melted this year. Okay, this is quite an assortment of ingredients you've chosen. Okay, the mystery basket ingredients that John has chosen are gingerbread syrup, St. Germain's, cranberry juice, Bombay Sapphire gin, and orange peels. This looks great taste. It tastes great together. <laughs> he smelled the St. Germain and he shook his head. He's returning it to the cupboard. Oh, he's come out with something else, a different bottle. Tequila? Yeah. Oh, goodness. It's very, like, mm. agave. Yeah, it smells actually good. Yeah. Gin, tequila, cranberry juice, um, bitters, simple syrup, spice mix. Oh, John's juggling the bar instruments and Juggalo. dropping them on the ground. Juggaloing. Juggaloing. Whoop whoop, Ooh, Krampus juice. Oh, he's pouring it. Here we go. Looks good. Krampus grog. Oh, Krampus night. Your sticks are brightly shining. Ooh, okay. What's happening right now? Oh, just the glass I first grabbed wasn't big enough. John's switching the up the glass initially had this in a rock glass now he's pouring some of it into a collins glass and some of it onto the counter and floor i have a very good reason for putting it on the floor oh my god the sow and mead it came full circle you guys <laughs> sow and mead is going into the krampus grog i should stop calling it grog it's not someone's mm. gonna get mad they're gonna email us <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh my goodness, that's so good. John, you need to have a cocktail bar. I don't know if they let you use your homemade mead. Homemade mead. Uh, you made in the house where you had COVID. We didn't bottle it or yeah. we didn't brew it or bottle it when we had COVID. We just it was just fermenting. We almost did. Well, I made a suggestion yeah. about who we might want to mail a bottle of COVID mead to, but John wouldn't let me. Yeah. To be clear, we meant mail them a corrupted bottle of mead, you know, disease someone in, like, Animal Crossing. We would not do that in real life. We're not making death threats. Who's making threats? I just said I had an idea. Okay. <laughs> like, theoretically, if someone wanted to... They could bottle a mead while they have COVID, seal it, and then give it to Jason Ken or whoever they want. <laughs> okay, you can start. Oh, like start talking? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's, what, that's what this is. It's all talking. That's and, all it is. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the Sister Luna Psychic Services Podcast. I'm here. John. John's here. That's John. Yeah. I'm also here. That's... I'm Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. Is that our normal intro? No. Okay. Should it be? 
just struggling through <laughs> like the basic introduction. But we could do it really professional and that'd be weird, like this. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Ivor Glass and this is Sister Luna Psychic Services Podcast. You're Ira Glass? Yeah. <laughs> this is not that kind of podcast. No? No. We haven't been bought by NPR yet. Mm, I have a feeling that's not going to happen. <laughs> but I guess, maybe. So, what was it that you wanted to talk about today? <laughs> Learn about? Why are we here? We were going to discuss Krampus. Krampus! And other seasonal cryptids, demons... Ghouls, ghosts, and goblins. Okay. No? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I um, prepared is on Mr. Krampus. You want to jump into Krampus then? Who is Krampus, really? Oh, you wrote a whole thing. Webster's Dictionary defines Krampus. <laughs> Shut up. No. I'm wearing my military vest with four pockets, and I'm ready for anything that you can throw at me. Throw something at me and I will catch it and put it in a pocket. I feel so empowered. This week on Hunting Krampus. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> half man, half goat, demon, son of hell, some version of the horned god? <laughs> no. Oh, I was nodding my head, but... Um, those are all like different people, like no one can decide what Krampus is, basically. So those are all different answers to the question that I found until I dug more. Oh, Krampus, I've been bad. Hit me with your birch stick. <laughs> <laughs> Pick me up and stuff me in your sack. Um. <laughs> Is that a thing? I know, like, women are going crazy for the Grinch this year. Like, everyone's, everyone Ew, wants to get I Grinch down. I forgot about the Grinch thing. Um, is... Sexy Krampus, a thing is. I it must be. Yeah. Like it has so much BDSM That's in true, it yeah. already, and it was like invented by Catholic priests, so mm. you know, it's sexual. Just kidding, sort of. Okay. Why won't my boyfriend fulfill my Krampus abduction <laughs> fantasy? Yeah. <laughs> she like comes Help home Reddit. from work one day, and she goes to take off her shoes and slip on her slippers, but her slippers are full of birch twigs. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> yes. Because while St. Nick is on hand to put candy in the shoes of good children, he also puts birch twigs in the shoes of the bad children. Because Krampus's particular specialty is to punish those children by hitting them with a birch branch. In the case of particularly nasty children, Krampus hauls them straight to his lair in hell. Oh, you talk back to your dad? Go directly to hell. Do not pass ho, ho, ho. Do not collect 200 presents. So uh, Krampus lives in hell? According to the, I would say, current, like modern day understanding of Krampus, hmm. that's a common version. Is that he's like a demon. But okay, but he is not like Satan or like No, like certainly not, not like main main devil. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, Just like a an extra guy. Well, he's a prominent demon. Uh yeah. We know him. We don't know about the one with the owl head. Sure. 
Actually, I, I do know Moloch, and we should have an episode about him. <laughs> okay. That's the one that all the uh, like Epstein conspiracy ring worship. What? Okay, like, yeah. No, that's another episode. For sure. That's... Okay. So I thought that that was funny, because it's like Santa is threatening the bad children. Or warning them. Ew. No. No. Right, children. Yeah. Oh my god. We have to cut that out. (laughs) Okay. I can't even... Okay. Santa puts birch twigs in the shoes of the bad children, and then Krampus comes and hits them with a birch stick. Okay. So you can interpret that as either a threat or a warning from Santa. (laughs) So, but... Krampus already, like, he's got his own independent list. It's not like he's looking for the cedar in the shoes. No, it doesn't seem like that. Okay. Like, because then it would be there in cahoots. Right. It'd be Santa marking these children. This is a fun Krampus fact. During World War II, European fascists found Krampus appalling because (laughs) he was considered a creation of the Social Democrats. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, um, yeah, I love it. Imagine going to like a march, but dressed up as Krampus and like hitting cops with a birch stick. <laughs> love it. I can't pronounce this, and it's gonna be wrong, but I'm gonna just. Uh... Right. How many umlauts are in it? There's no umlauts. It's just okay. a lot of letters. Perch, perchtenlof, perchtenlof, or klobuff parade. Okay. Is to drive out winter's ghosts. Um, this is also called Krampusloff, where people get drunk, light torches, and roam the streets dressed as the hairy horned Krampus. What are you doing? Get the fuck look away at the word. from my notes. Oh, okay. Ooh. Perktenlauf. You're a Perktenlauf. <laughs> Go sit down, Lauf. Okay, tell me more about Klopathy. <laughs> as I was saying. People get drunk, light torches, and roam the streets dressed as the hairy horned Krampus. It's traditional to offer these miscreants the traditional Krampus drink of schnapps. <laughs> this uh, tradition is carried out in Austria, Germany, Hungary, Slovenia, and the Czech Republic, and is even gaining ground in the United States. Oh, sorry, there are people in the United States that are dressed up as Krampus? And... There was a guy at Comic Expo dressed up as Krampus. Or not Comic oh, Expo, that's... sorry. The other one. Zombie Walk. Mm. There's, I have a picture of me with him. I'm dressed up as Little Dead Riding Hood. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're both crouts. Yeah. Which thing do you think Krampus is? Half man, half goat, a demon, the son of hell, or a version of the horned god? I'm going to go with goat man. Why'd you have to get it right on the first try? <laughs> That's rude. I don't get to go through the other... Okay. Well, I mean, like... Here's why you're right. I'm just shooting shots from half court. Like, if one of them goes in, that's (laughs) not something that we should do. You've probably also heard of, although in a very different context, the Yule Goat. Okay. Yule Goat. Variously known as Julbok in Sweden, Julbok in Norway, or Olkipokki in Finland. Today's Yule Goat Christmas decoration is plated of straw and tied with red ribbons. 
likely dates back 1,000 years when it was associated with the he-goats Tangrisnir, Gaptooth, and Tagyostor, Tooth Grinder, who pulled Thor's chariot and provided food for the god and his friends. Thor frequently slaughtered and ate Tangrisnir and Tangyostor. God, I hope Rebecca's not listening anymore. Anyways, knowing they'd be returned to life the following morning. Sorry, sorry if anyone who actually can speak like Swedish and, and whatever, Finnish and all these, that I'm really sorry you had to hear that. In Sweden, as part of an ancient midwinter celebration called the Yule Lofer, Yule Sacrifice, a man dressed in goat skins and carrying a goat head effigy portrayed one of Thor's goats. He was symbolically killed but returned to life exactly as the sun does at Yule. Early Christian fathers, however, were not fathers, priests, were not pleased with this pagan spectacle and proclaimed the Yule Bach a demon. So that's where the, the demon thing came from. Yeah. 17th century Swedish records tell us that the dark and scary demonic Yule Bach roamed the countryside on the night of December 25th, demanding food and frightening devout Christians. <laughs> I imagine, like, dressed as Krampus and then going up to someone's door and doing, like, the screaming goat. Mm. <laughs> oh, they yell schnapps, but in the screaming goat voice. Schnapps. <laughs> schnapps. <laughs> look at the look our cat is giving us now. Yeah, the cat looks <laughs> very upset. And John is disturbingly good at pretending to be a goat that's demanding schnapps. <laughs> I'm good at sounding like a goat that's trying to sound like a human. Yes. <laughs> Not good at sounding like a human. If It's only when I'm like thrice removed from humanity. 17th century... Oh, I just read that part. I'm smart. Eventually the Yule Goat became a benevolent being, and people dressed as the Christian Yulebach traveled door-to-door distributing small gifts to the families they visited. In Norway, and in some Norwegian communities here as well, I think that means in the States, children go Yulebach by wearing costumes and singing carols outside the homes of family and friends, where they're rewarded with sweets and small gifts. And then in all caps I wrote, SECOND HALLOWEEN! (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to hear something else interesting? Some interesting evidence. Sure. KrampusCon is on December 5th, and St. Nicholas's Day is on December 6th. Where's KrampusCon? Everywhere. (laughs) Okay. It's in your mind. In my mind and in my heart. Yes. And in the streets of (laughs) Hungary. (laughs) No. Wait. Slovenia. No. I, I read a list of them at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I know. All right. It seems as though cra- <clears throat> it seems as though Krampus came out of the usual Christian fuckery. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> With the pagan stories. Oh, in this case, the story of the Yule goat. So, it seems my best guess: the Yule buck, like the Yule sacrifice of the goat, and then the goat comes back to life, is probably the real story. Of, like, where Krampus came from. And then the Christians were, like, seeing people enacting this sacrifice. Maybe even of an actual goat, too, possibly, right? Like, and being like, ah, no, we don't like this. This Mm -hmm. is too scary. You know, this is a demon now, we decided. And he's 
kind of friends with Santa, but not really. I don't know. Anyways, um, <laughs> it's interesting. The One of the most interesting parts is that one of the things I kept finding was people saying that he's the son of hell, but there's no... Like, I found that in weird articles on, like, the Smithsonian and shit, but I didn't find it on any sites that were dedicated to actual, like, Norse history or, like, Norse paganism at all. Like, I looked Son up... Son of hell, H-E-L. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, I looked up the family tree, and he's right. not on it. Yeah. Like, he's, that's not a thing. But pe- someone... Some, um, well... It goes all the way back around, is what I'm saying. Like, if it initially started out as a pagan goat sacrifice and then became a demon because the Christians came and were like, this is demonic. And then the the 70s pagans came back around and they were like, no, Krampus is like from Norse tradition, but I don't actually know the history. So I've decided he's a demon from hell, but Norse. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, they... Yeah. Huh. Do, like, do you still have that Norse family tree? I don't have it up right now, but I could find it. Because it could be, like, he could, might correspond to one of the children of hell. Because earlier when you were saying, like, oh, he's a a son of hell, I thought you just meant, like, yeah, no, he was born there and, like... Mm, No, so I know how... square down there... Then you just had a traumatic experience, and for the rest of the time, he's like, yo, Christmas, that's my shit. Like, I'm gonna do all my demon stuff exclusively one day a year. Just gonna cop Santa style, and yeah, that's that's how I'm doing demonism. And you know what? It works. Okay, so the hell, her name means hidden, and surely has to do with the underworld and the dead being hidden or buried beneath the ground. <laughs> okay. Hell is the daughter of Loki and the giantess Angriboda. Anguish boating, that means. And therefore, the sister of the wolf Fenrir and the world serpent Jormungand. 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 This makes her part of a highly dangerous and disreputable family. She was played by Kate Blanchett. <laughs> yeah. But she's their sister in that, which is wrong. Yeah, no. The only surviving myth in which she features prominently is that of the death of Baldur. The beloved Baldur was slain by none other than Hel's father, Loki, and the gods sent an emissary named Hermod to Hel in hopes of retrieving Baldur. Etc. Loki used a disguise. Shocking. Anyways, um, <laughs> there's no mention of her having children at all. And when I was like looking up, is this, like, is hell mother of Krampus? Yeah. The internet was like, no. So I don't know where this came from, that these, there was a few of these articles that are, they very much don't talk about this type of thing normally, and they were just doing, like, a fun Christmas article about it. Like, it may as well have been, like, BuzzFeed and that kind of shit. I mean, it wasn't specifically BuzzFeed, but you know what I mean. And so... Someone must have just published it somewhere once wrongly, and then these other things were like, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, 100%. Spreading yes. misinformation. Yeah. Would you like to hear about the Greek Krampus? Yeah. So this may or may not be 
related to the the actual guy. It's called the this is a difficult one. Kali Kansore. Wait. Kali Kansoroi. Okay. Like half of this podcast is just us mispronouncing things and mm-hmm. enraging someone that listens, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully we have enough listeners that they get mad at how we pronounce it. Yeah, that's true. Kila Kansore. Anyways, what does that do? No, but okay. continue. <laughs> this is a similar fella, although there's no there's no real reference to him having any like inhuman features in that like it's basically like he's a short hairy greek man (laughs) yeah like it's it's a very it's a small swarthy Mm -hmm. like a greek fisherman basically yeah but (laughs) i feel like if it's old enough then it could just be like anti-turkish racism oh god why do you say that because the Greeks were conquered by the Turks, and the, they're much swarthier than, than Greek people. Mm. And so it's it's like to say, like, oh, yeah, like, you better be good, or a hairy dude's gonna pop down your chimney. I feel like this is a stretch, and you're, like, really making it a thing for okay. no reason. You can cut all that. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't know if that... You haven't convinced me. All right. Yeah, so he, he's basically a malevolent Santa as well, in that he comes down your chimney and breaks all your shit and drinks all your booze. What? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to show you a picture right now. Oh, he looks like he's having a great time. Yeah. And so it's basically like if you are... He has hooves. Drunk- Oh, he does have hooves. And like giant ears. Okay. He, pointy giant ears. He looks like a like an elf crossed with Satan, kind of. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good description. Um, and yeah, like I said, he is a basically the the Krampus figure. Like it's this the, says, he's in the subgroup of goblin <laughs> on the Wikipedia. Grouping folklore subgrouping goblin. <laughs> I mean, for all we know. Goblin might just be the Greek word for Serbian. <laughs> no? We're gonna get cancelled, John. You need to cut this shit out. You made a pedophilia joke earlier. You don't have any more get out of jail free passes this episode. We're gonna have to edit every single joke you've made so far. Just the whole episode is just you. Just me talking, saying yeah. facts about Krampus. Just responding to things that I'm saying, but it's, that aren't it's in all there. just like in an indignant tone. Okay, there's also an Italian witch that rides on a broomstick and gives gifts to nice children and like, do you have her on your list? She's on my list, yes. Yeah. No, keep going though. Like I, I have one line on her. What is it? You want to know what's literally written down or what's in my head? Literally written down. Ride broom rag doll. <laughs> okay, now explain, please. Look. All and do you know her name? Uh, it starts with a B. Okay, I, like I've got it. I okay. do have. I don't remember name. how to say it. Uh, her name is La Bahana. but my point was all La Bahana know how to do is ride broom, <laughs> look at rag doll. 
be bisexual, <laughs> charge her broom, and lie. Okay. <laughs> the thing that I actually knew was is, uh, yeah, she flies around on her broom, and to good little boys and girls, she sends presents. But if you are looking to attract her attention, you make a little rag doll that. Oh no, I can't remember. It's either you make a rag doll that looks like yourself or ah, looks like her. No! no, it's it's definitely <laughs> herself because I made note of that because it was creepy. Yeah. So yeah, you make a rag doll of yourself. Oh, you no! set it out front. No. And then she, as she's flying around, she's like, "Oh yeah, like there's a there's little Maddie." I can tell because that rag doll looks like her. No. Oh my god, that's so scary. <laughs> Why would you do that? Gotta give her a nutcracker. Why would you make the ragdoll and put it... In... Why would you do that? Why would you make a ragdoll of yourself and put it on your front step? That's so terrifying. Well, she doesn't have the whole like Santa list gimmick, so it's kind of just like, oh yeah, no, that's where her kid is. Oh my god, so you're telling me every kid in like a little Italian town has got a ragdoll of themselves sitting out <laughs> on their front step? Yes. Ah! <laughs> Our town is called Hell. La Cursinorsa. It's like them sewing the little button eyes onto the ragdoll. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to be flying a broom in this weather. No thanks. This same... What are we going to call her? Is she a spirit? Is she a an angel? Like she's... Not, uh, she's a witch. This witch mm-hmm. is also in Russian folklore. Hmm. Where is she called? Babushka. <gasps> Babushka? Yeah. Aww. Knew that would make you happy. <laughs> it does. Has Babushka got the same situation where she comes on the broom and gives you good... Gives you presents if you're good and, like, beats the hell out of you with a wooden spoon if you're bad. Babushka is, yeah, like, she's, it's, like, the thing that I read on them was they're the same, same lady. From my experience, at Christmas time, if you're good, your babushka will give you lots of gifts and cookies and stuff. And if you're bad, they will hit you with a wooden spoon. <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> She flies on a broom and she steers it with two wooden spoons. Yeah. Um, she will ask you very nicely to go weed her garden. And then when you get into it, it hasn't been weeded in like three years. This is something that your babushka actually asked you to do? My baba did, yes. Your baba? Yeah. Hmm. A babushka, I mean, I guess it is a word for an old lady, but it also means like that scarf that they wear on their head. Right. So the scarf is... Like, does that word mean literally scarf? It's like old ladies are named after the thing that the old ladies wear. Babushka, noun, in Poland and Russia, an old woman or grandmother. North American, a headscarf tied under the chin, typically of those worn by Polish and Russian women. Oh, so that's actually low-key racist. (laughs) What about the Yule cat? Do you have them on there? I don't actually have the Yule cat. Do you... Do you know about the Yule Cat? Do you want to tell us? Because I, I was going to go into a different... Uh... On the top, Off the top of my head, okay. the Yule Cat is a gigantic cat that comes on Christmas and eats all the children who have not received cl- 
clothes as a gift on Christmas Eve. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And it's finished. Did I already say that? No. Um, so in Finland, people donate a lot of like socks and stuff at Christmas time so that no children will not get any clothes and get eaten by the Yule cat. Cute. Yeah. Also, what the fuck cat? (laughs) (laughs) You know what though? Like knowing our cat and knowing the shit that she likes to play with, that makes a lot of sense. It's like... At some point, she got a fixation on children with old clothes, and she's like, yeah, that's my shit. It's like our cat with, like, literally anything that would choke and kill her to death. Yeah. No. I've, yeah. Like, <laughs> foam. Like, random, just non-food items that can't taste good. Yeah. That have, you have no reason to want to eat that. String. String is, like, the worst foreign body for cats. (laughs) One time I saw her, I was literally in the middle of recording Shrieks and Geeks, and I, like, looked out of the corner of my eye and saw her with a piece of string. Like, she was playing with it. And so I got up, and I was running over to her to grab it, and she just, like, (laughs) like, scarfed it down so fast faster than she's ever eaten anything in her fucking life she knew i was gonna take it away from her and the solution was just to swallow it whole but she was fine thankfully she did not get an obstruction well would you like to know about some other scandinavian yule spirits mm-hmm. so there is holda the gracious one and brekta Brekta. The cranky one. <laughs> These are twin sisters. <laughs> and Team Brekta. <laughs> You're really gonna be Team Brekta in a second, actually. Holda is is like a benevolent spirit that uh, a fake ass bitch. Sorry. Go uh, on. <laughs> no, like you're gonna like both of them, but okay. Brekta especially. Holda basically gives out gifts and sort of bestows certain benevolent things on people from the period of Yule solstice until Twelfth Night. Mm. Um, But her thing is that, like, we... You have to, like, give women a fucking break over the holidays. Oh. (laughs) And so the whole thing with her is that Absolutely no spinning wheels shall turn mm. during the period until January 5th. Nice. However, this was taken by the men who run all the culture and said, like, yeah, no, no, you don't. Yeah, absolutely do not worry about spinning yarn during the holidays because you, you should be taking care of the house. You got to do the, the cleaning, cooking. There's just a lot of shit. It's cocksuckers. Yeah. Which is not Holda's intention, but it is how they treated the, the holidays, which is where Brekta comes in. I was going to say, she should be like, hold on a minute here. No, it's, it's, uh, we were talking about like Krampus being sort of a, a dark analog to Santa. And so Brekta, she's the, I guess the, like the darker corresponding figure to Brekta, like she was said to have like to hold it, yes. Uh, and she's got like dark gray hair and she's mean. But she is mean on behalf of her sister. It's her whole thing is she's like 
cranky and does mean shit to people who are not respecting hold his days enough. And yeah, so she just like, she'll do rude shit to you. Like she'll like plug up your chimney and stuff like that. Right. Like, like, um, mischievous, annoying stuff like Faye would do. Yeah. And so up until January 5th, you're supposed to be observing Ulta, and then on January 5th, it is Brakta's day, and you celebrate her with oatmeal and ale. Hmm. And that's just to kind of send her on her way, just be like, okay, like, thanks for being around, we did all the Ulta stuff, like, you can go now, here's your oatmeal ale. Which literally, you've been drinking all day. Oatmeal ale? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's stout. <laughs> I poured myself half a pint today, like early, and then I just drank it very slowly throughout the entire day. Do you have the Yule Lads on there and the Ogres? No, I don't. Remember, they were on Hilda. Oh, yeah. Oh, I meant to look them up. Do you have them? No, but I... Hold on. I know, kind of. Like, I think Hilda actually did it pretty close. Hilda uses a lot of... uh, like traditional Scandinavian folklore. So that's our official endorsement. Go watch Hilda. It's a great show. There was an episode that we watched recently though. I was like on my period and I was having a hard time in like my life. And then we watched this episode and I was like, it's too much, I can't handle it. Like just crying so much. Crying like I'm at someone's funeral over a fucking cartoon. Starting on the 12th of December, the Yule Lads come, one by one, in the nighttime to Icelandic homes, where they leave a little gift for well-behaved children in their shoes, placed on windowsills. Naughty kids get a potato! In return, kids might leave some gifts or snacks, like leaf bread. But these trolls weren't always benevolent gift givers. That came only with the popularization of Santa Claus. Originally, the Yule Lads were troublemakers. That's how they got their peculiar names. <laughs> Stekjastar, Sheepcoat Claude. On the 12th of December, the first of them was Sheepcoat Claude. He came stiff as wood to prey upon the farmer's sheep as far as he could. Sorry, they're Scandinavian? Icelandic. Icelandic. Gullygok. The second was Gullygok, gray his head and mane. He snuck into the cow barn from his craggy ravine. Stubby was the third called, a stunted little man, who watched for every chance to whisk off a pan. <laughs> the fourth was Spoon Licker. Like Spindle, he was thin. He felt, himse- felt himself in clover when the cook wasn't in. Does that mean he jerked off in the pantry? <laughs> Pot Licker, the fifth one, was a funny sort of chap. When kids were given scrapings, he'd come to the door and tap. So he's just like outside the door of your bedroom when you're a child. He's licking one of your kitchen pots and yeah. tapping on your door. Bowl liquor, the sixth one, was shockingly ill-bred. From underneath the bedsteads, he stuck his ugly head. <laughs> These all just seem to be coming into your house and Is licking there, your yeah. stuff. <laughs> uh, it's funny. It's like even though they're they're Icelandic, it's. I mean, even just the name, the Yule Lads. Makes me think they're like British chavs. Mm-hmm. Like they're all like, hey bro, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna lick all your shit. <laughs> I'm gonna lick all your bowls. Yeah. <laughs> Bet you'd fucking hate that, wouldn't you, if I, I came in there and I 
me and my mates, and we, we licked all your bowls. <laughs> the 17th. You give us a little money for it to hit the pub, and then, then we'll leave you alone. Until the 7th was Door Slammer, a sorry vulgar chap, when people in the twilight would take a little nap. He slams the door and wakes you up from the nap. Rude. Skier Gobbler, the 8th, was an awful stupid bloke. He lambasted the skier tub till the lid on it broke. The ninth was Sausage Swiper. <laughs> I'll bet. A shifty pilferer. He climbed up to the rafters and raided food from there. Do you think that anyone's made, like, a gay gangbang porno of the Yule Lads all fucking each other? Sausage Swiper? Uh, That's a free trade, idea. Trademark copyright. <laughs> Please give us royalties. Okay, yeah. You can have the idea, but you have to pay. Yeah. In fact, I... But here's more for this, though. Absolutely never going to have some, something trademarked. So, yeah, please do just make that idea and then list us in the credits. Well, here we go, because the 10th was Window Peeper. A weird little <laughs> twit. He stepped up to the window and stole a peek through it. Uh, just there's one guy peering in through the windows, the other one slamming a door, and then... <laughs> The other guy is just trying to steal everyone's sausage. And lick the balls. And lick the balls. Eleventh yeah. <laughs> was door sniffer. Adultish <laughs> lad and gross. Yeah. He never got a cold, yet had a huge sensitive nose. Oh. Meat Hook, the twelfth one, his talent would display as soon as he arrived on St. Thorlac's Day. The thirteenth was Candle Beggar. Twas cold, I believe, if he was not the last of the lot on Christmas Eve. Please, sir, I'm ever so cold. Won't you... Can I just beg to get a little bit of your candle? Just the tip. <laughs> the Yule Lads are the offspring of the lazy... Oh, God. This... Okay, there's an... Oh, what is that letter? It looks like an O with a kite flying over it. <laughs> This is literally on our last episode. I was trying to read a, a <laughs> word with the same letter. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to say that. Hmm. Some guy who's lazy and evil Gryla. The ogress who collects misbehaved children in her large sack and takes them back to her cave to boil and eat them. <clears throat> As the legend goes, bloodthirsty Gryla never goes hungry at Christmas time. Yule time. Mm -hmm. Wait, that was in the Hilda episode. I know, <laughs> I told you. It was pretty close. Oh, and the Yule cat is Gryla's cat? Is that what this is implying? Mm. That kind of makes sense. Yeah. This says it's a big black cat. The house pet of Gryla is rumored to devour anybody who does not receive a new item of clothing. Well, that's that. That's the Yule lads for y'all. Well, can I end our this episode, this segment about Krampi? Various Krampus... And some, like, we've had a couple of benevolent ones in there, but I want to talk about the absolute sweetest and kindest one. His name is Tomtez. 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 Tomtez is Swedish. And he's uh, basically a little gnome in a red suit and a red hat. He's got a great big white beard. And on Yule, he will come into your house and make it all neat and tidy. 
Is that not the most like Swedish thing you've ever heard? I mean, it's nice. Like, I like the idea of waking up to a clean house. Yeah. But if there was like just some fucking dude with a beard like scrubbing my toilets in the middle of the night, it's not okay. Sorry, what I, I actually just realized about him is not only is he all those things that I just said, he is also in uh, Hilda. Tom too. He accepted refer to his race. Tontes is a specific one of the Nisei. Yeah, Tontu. Yeah. That's what the Nisei oh, yeah, yeah. name. Right, yeah, the one. Yeah. yeah. Watch Hilda. It's on Netflix. <laughs> Dude, watch Hilda, yeah. It's so good. Don't listen to this. I watched it watch with Hilda. our niece, and she's like four. And she was really excited to watch it, and I was like, it'll be good. Like, it's fine. It's not too scary or anything and it's about like a little girl who lives with her single mom in the woods <laughs> and i was like she's gonna love it yeah, they moved to the city but yeah hmm. and then so we watched it and there's an episode with ghosts and there's just generally like obviously a lot of different folklore type creatures in it and stuff and then we played hide and seek and leah said okay i'll hide and you be the ghost I said okay and then when I was looking for her I was making ghost sounds and stuff and then she instead of hiding because this is how little kids play hide and seek she's just standing at the top of the stairs like staring at me and I was making the ghost sounds and she says what are you doing like why are you doing that and I said because I'm the ghost Ah! yeah she screamed like an ear piercing top of the lung scream and ran away and I was standing there going this was your idea I I thought you wanted me to be the ghost (laughs) (laughs) too scary it's okay I went up and told her I wasn't really a ghost and then she was fine I mean she did just find a dead mouse in a trap at my mother's house oh god that's so much worse yeah it's so much worse than the ghost um, hide and seek but I'm not supposed to tell anyone that so good thing you're putting it on the podcast exactly You should actually tell that story if you're going to mention it, because it's pretty amazing. (laughs) My mother is a, uh, oftentimes a caregiver to my niece. It's one of the allowed things under the restrictions right now. Um, I just dated this episode. You're listening during COVID. Uh, 2020, (laughs) December 2020. And so, yeah, my niece often stays over at their place, except my mother has a mouse infestation right now. And they are not Nisei. They are not benevolent. They do not tidy her house. They just poop on everything. (laughs) Like a Yule lad, it sounds like. Licking her bowls, pooping on her stuff. Yeah. And she wants to borrow our cat. Yeah, she does want to borrow our cat. Our <laughs> sweet little cat who's sleeping right now. So, yeah, my mother put out a bunch of the snap traps. And as my niece was crawling around near the floor, she discovered one of them and brought it up to my mother in her room and said, like, why is this mouse in here? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> My mother <laughs> screamed 
And then she said, like, oh, he's just not allowed to live in the house. We have to put him outside, which is what they did. And I guess my niece asked, like, is he alive? And my mother kind of dodged the question. The next time you, listener, are speaking to my mom, do not tell her that I (laughs) told this story. Don't tell her I told you this. On the internet. (laughs) Thanks we, for listening to the Krampus episode. This, yeah. We have our next episode. It will be about various cryptids that appear during this same season. So go listen to the August Burns Red cover of Carol of the Bells. Hell yeah. And we'll be back next, next time. Sister Luna says... Don't be a dick, or else... Some version of Dark Santa Claus will come and beat the hell out of you. Yeah. Or maybe all of them. You might get Krampus. <clears throat> you might get Kali Kansoroi. You might get some Yule Lads. You might get some Yule Lads. You don't want... Grimla. You know what? Once you get Yule Lads in your house, you gotta fucking steam clean the whole thing. You gotta... Yeah. Yeah. They're like uh, bed bugs, basically. Well, it's like when people are talking about Elf on the Shelf. I saw yeah. like a meme. I can't, I can't give credit because I don't know who made the meme, but I just saw it where someone's kid was saying like, why can't we have an elf on the shelf? And the mom interrupts and says, an elf in this house? Are you kidding me? I just finished cleansing it and I put protections. You are not bringing an elf into this house. <laughs> no goblins allowed Yeah. either. It's, if you're going to get elves, you want the good ones, so be good, get your Santas, get your Holdas, get your Tontas, your nieces, and yeah, we'll uh, see you either before or in the new year. Bye!